Welcome to the Wealth Radar podcast, where we scan the landscape and navigate the noise of investing in personal wealth. I'm Jason Fowler, and I'm joined by my brother Paul and special guest Ben Cole for Ben's Book Club Reviews. Paul and I are certified financial planners from Fowler's Group. Ben's one of the other advisors here. And as I said, in this episode, we're going to chat about the first two books we alluded to in Ben's Book Club, which are The Psychology of Money and Green Lies by Matthew McConaughey. It's a great idea that uh, you and Ben have come up with. So the, what we've done here at Fowler's is that Ben's put some uh, a list of books together, um, asked any of the staff members to, to chime in if they want to be a part of it. And the great thing is that most most staff members are. We get a month or two months to, to read a book and then we get together and chat and about our thoughts and a bit of kumbaya and all that sort of stuff and see what people think. And, and there's been some great comments. Um, not from me, but from <laughs> certainly from others. By the time I read it, I Did forgot. Did you read the, the book? Yeah, by you By the time book. I get the end, I forget the first chapter. It's like this rolling thing of forgetness. But anyway, um, welcome, Ben. Let's start. What do you got, mate? What's the first book? Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. When I was going through um, book options for this for this club, I thought it'd be pretty pertinent to start off with somewhat of a financial linking book. Um, it's not... It's not a book in like, you know, um, Barefoot Investor or anything like that. It is not that kind of finance book because I knew that I would probably lose most of the people who work here <laughs> and they would not be keen for this book club. Um, but we've, this is a bestseller, Psychology of Money. Um, and it's, it is a book about understanding the role of money in our lives, but it's not through the traditional methods of budgets and spreadsheets, but it's first forcing us to do some self-reflection um, and explore our own cognitive biases and when it comes to financial decision making. So pretty yeah. much the sum, surmise of it was personal finances is, is more about human behaviour and emotions mm. rather than the numbers. That's yeah. what the book came I, yeah, down I mean, to. It was, uh, I thought it was a good book. We, we came across it because um, through the guide group, Morgan, not long after he had written and released the book, did, did an hour session with us so we got a bit of an understanding. And I think the, the benefit for me in the book and I know a couple of the staff thought oh, it got a bit repetitive and took a, it was a mm. bit slow before it got going. Um, but he told he, he it was the a book with stories. Mm. So he basically was telling a whole bunch of stories of successful versus non-successful people with financial experiences through life. And the vast and apart from some bigger names that we knew of, a lot of the stories of people who were successful were people that nobody knew about, but they just did some really consistent, simple things right over long periods of time, didn't try and complicate stuff. I mean, the big, for me, the biggest takeaway in the book is, like anything we tell people, start early, be disciplined, and don't get in the way and muck it up, just keep doing it, and generally you'll end up in a really, really good outcome relative to the vast majority of people. Is that fair, do you think? Oh, absolutely. The biggest the biggest takeaway for me was actually it was a reinforcement of the philosophy that you guys prescribe mm. here at Fowler's from a financial planning perspective. And me coming into this firm, um, I had my own preconceived notions of what finance and investing and everything like that were. Um, and then you guys have just kind of taken me to the next level in terms of my understanding. But I didn't have a like a, a road post to go off. It was just, you guys are telling me that this is the philosophy and this is what will serve you well in the long term. And I thought, yeah, okay, I'll embrace that. It, it sounds pretty sound. <laughs> but this book 
everything from long-term approach to investing, power of compounding returns, the importance of aligning personal values and goals to to your financial decisions. That is what you guys mm. espouse here at Fowler's. And this book, for me, it was the reinforcement of the key concepts that I talk about with clients. And yeah. it was good to get it from a, a, from a, a third from party, third if you want party. to call yeah. it a third yeah. party or some objective yeah. thing like this multi-million selling book, which yeah. is really cool. I... I um I was with with you, or not with you, Jason. I thought the the book started slow, but when it when it did get into it, I I enjoyed the stories yep. that he put to the ideas. Um, some of the stories, such as, and I can't remember the names. You guys remember the names, but you know these really really successful business owners earning millions and millions of dollars, and you know multi millionaires then going out doing criminal financial stuff. Greed took over just to to make more money that they. Didn't even need. Yep. And it brought them undone. Yeah. And he, he and, took- and, he, and there's a couple of those sort of stories. Yeah. You think, why? And, he, and, he, and then he relates. It goes back to, you know, how they were brought up, what happened in their childhood, all this sort of stuff. It values, It sort of right? puts a bit of sense around it. Yeah, values in life experiences. He says, yeah. guide people, right? And, and yeah, he talks – one of the other things he talks about in the book is – he use I think he uses the word word luck, but he basically just yeah, – slide, yeah. Sliding door moments, right? Yeah, Where you're in the right absolutely. place at the right time and you make a decision – that goes your way, and he told you. Saw Bill Gates. So is Bill, that the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah Bill Gates is yeah. the best example he yeah. gives of that. There's a couple of them, right? Where you know nothing was going his way. You know there was there was two of them, really, or three of them, really in the in the situation that created Microsoft, and and for one of them, timing wasn't right. Though I can't remember the exact, but they didn't be part of it. And then you know we all know the Microsoft story mm. now, right? But mm. that wasn't because Bill Gates was the smartest human in the world. No, you know he just right place, right time, right idea. It came off, right? Yeah. It's and there's life and history is littered with those type of things. But then the good thing I liked about it in the book is he told the opposite side of all of those stories, mm. right? And so it puts some perspective rather than go just tell the Bill Gates success story. He goes, well, here was the flip side of that. Here's why that happened. Here, here's here's mm. because whatever. Um, and the, and a couple of situations were different though. So I th- I thought that was good. I thought he built that, his story out really well. Yeah. The and, other the other the other one I enjoyed and I think and we've spoken about this concept essentially across a couple of different podcasts I think the retirement stuff we did is um, where people try to compare their position to the person down the road FOMO FOMO, that looks like they're in a really great position but they don't know they they don't know what's under the bonnet and then they you know their attitude they feel down on themselves or whatever that they're not achieving that but they don't actually know what that is yeah I thought that, and that's common. You see, we see that all the time. Yeah, and it, and that came back to in his book, which Ben talked about, or you, some one of you said, that matching, aligning values to outcomes. Yeah. Right, yeah. You, you you aren't the person next door. You are you, and if you figure out who you are and what means thing for you, you just got to do what you need to do for you, and it will be okay. I thought it was a great, yeah. great book for me. Um, as a feedback, and interesting before I go there, I know at least one client who read the book, mm-hmm. absolutely loved it. Right, is not a person that. Um, she's a teacher, loves reading anyway, but found for her, interesting comment similar to you, it solidified a whole bunch of the stuff that we yeah. had talked about and put into framework some of the stuff that had happened. Um, and she's passed on some of those little tidbits to other people cool. that just came out of the book. So I thought it was really good. I thought that, I can't remember, but I think consensus across the firm with everyone that read it was... Mm. I think... We did. We given rate. There was a rating, an average Fair rating was about three, I think, three or five, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was so I rating? think that the, I don't think anyone was 
below two out of five, but most people were in that three, three and a half mm. mark, I think, mm. a, yep. as, a, as a book. There was a couple of us that rated it much higher than that. Um, my personal take, I think it's a great book. It's a far better audio book. Yep. Okay. Morgan Housel reading the book to you and telling the stories in his own voice is is better than the way, you know, and it's one of those wins where I think it's a better audio book oh, than, look, a, I, than, a, than, a, than a read mm. book. I've been lucky enough to sit in some tele video conferences where Morgan's actually spoken about some of the concepts in the book and completely you walk out of that going, wow, this is unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd agree with that. That's probably a good segue into the next book, which is better listened to than than read. Yeah, abs, abs. I read it. I didn't listen to it. Didn't you? Oh, uh, you got. Go. I know. I should have. McConaughey, yeah. green lights. <laughs> well, all right, all right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I had to. I had Bang. to. Yeah, get me, get me for it later. <laughs> that was bad. Green lights, Matthew McConaughey. Um, it's an autobiography, but it's. It's written in the style of what he deems what his, his roadmap or set of guiding principles that how, how he navigates life and gets the most out of it, what he terms the art of living, quote unquote, art of living. And this, he calls it green lights, this, this theme of green lights. It's, it's when moments of alignment and success like move us forward and it's not necessarily, they're not good. They can sometimes be initially perceived as red lights or moments of, um, you know, it's, it's getting in your way. It's an obstacle, but it turns out if you kind of rewire your mindset around it and you embrace that challenge, it, it often turns into a green light and it actually moves, moves the needle forward in, in your own life. So he reflects on philosophy, spirituality, self-discovery in various questionable ways of doing it. But uh, again, would would strongly recommend the audio book because uh, he has that sultry southern right. southern charm to his voice. Yeah, I wonder if you listen to him while having some of the substances he must have been having at the time when he wrote. He's getting off on his own voice. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Some of his wet dreams. Well, hang on a second. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was a fascinating book. I, the interesting thing for me, um, and. You know, we definitely listen to it. In fact, it's probably the only book, audio book in the world that, or the only audio book Sue's ever listened to. We listened to it on a drive to Townsville and back, and maybe it was because Matt McConaughey's sexy voice. Women love his voice. Oh, they do. <laughs> he, uh, but well, I do too. But. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's be fair, right? Um, but I, I thought it was a great book, and I think the power of the book for me was the fact that he had journaled through his life. Oh, absolutely. He couldn't have written that book, substances or not. Um, and I'm not saying he was on substance the whole time, but there was a couple of times that I'm pretty confident he was. Well, he told us he was. Yeah, <laughs> he was doing something. <laughs> but he journaled, right? And it's the power of that journaling, which is something he started. Mm. Uh, if I'm correct, he started it when he came to Australia for the yeah, when he was a kid. Rotary, he was Rotary Exchange yeah. and he came out here and he didn't have the most pleasant experience mm. in that, but he started to journal. Uh, through that experience. And I think there's two things that came out. One, he journaled, and which he's carried on through his life, and there's lots of literature about people who journal and um, having fulfilled lives and achieving stuff, but he could reflect back. And two, the power of that experience, the way that that story opens up, and the fact that he just went, no, nah, this is what I'm going to do. Mm. He could have easily, in this day and age, right, he would have got on a plane and gone home, Yeah, I'm sure. Right, but he was—he's not that human being. And there's plenty of examples of that in the book where he just went, "Nah, this is what I'm going to he, do." He's a very focused, strong-minded, oh. 
individual. He wouldn't be as successful if he was yeah, as he is but, but if he, he wasn't. But the he's stories stubborn. he talks that reiterates that, oh. they're just great. Oh, yeah. They're just great entertaining stories. Yeah. I did, the, what I loved about the, the book and my take for life out of this book, if I can give a little life um, position on it, is that back to what Ben said, when there was a red light, for example, or an amber light, yeah. it was just a bump. It wasn't like a, a roadblock. He said, right, this has gone wrong. It was almost, there's, an old, there's the saying, the old man used to always say, don't sweat the small stuff. Yep. And it, that always comes back to me. Mm. And to me, that was, that's him. Yep. If there's something that went wrong, it was almost like, yep, okay, well, how, how can I figure it out? Yep. Where in life, or is it directing me somewhere else? Sometimes you get stuck on the negative and yep. you get clouded by that and there's no way out where he is like, oh, well, there's got to be something. The alternative's been in the ground, yep. so what can we do to improve it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he was, he's a super confident dude. Oh. Um, you know, I mean, one thing I will say, I found the start of the book hugely confronting, but you know, we tell well, us, and I won't yeah. give it away. That the, yeah. the first chapter of the book, and I'm going, oh, my goodness gracious me, what, what a, it is, His upbringing. yeah. yeah but it, it was it needed to be told, and then it tells a lot of stories about the whole the whole part of his life. The fact that you know, as you said, he just would find spots and he would go, and he had an interesting yeah. interesting upbringing, a tough upbringing yeah. in some ways and a confronting upbringing but it hasn't changed him well it's in some ways it's set him as a human being but it, you know you could, it could have gone a completely different way if he wasn't as strong an individual as he was in ability his ability to reflect mm. even at a young age yeah uh, i think is fascinating the, the, the part book. of the book i was looking forward to without knowing when just getting a, a book that's matthew mcconaughey yep. Because in our house there's a there's a movie and I always go, Yes, they deserve to die and I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> now that's not Matt McConaughey, that's my other man, Samuel, in uh, in a time to kill. Yep. But I just love how anyway, you can't give it away, but I just love how I got that role. Yes. Oh mate, yeah, that's that, right. And just yeah. that's him in a nutshell, mate. Yeah, yes. but it's it's and there's that and it, read it just for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and all right, all right, all right. Right. There's so yeah. many yeah. times in his career, he just backed himself, something came into his head and he just went with it. Yep. And it's, you know, look where he's got. And he was focused. I mean, how many millions of dollars was he offered was it over? Was 10 or 20? Well, I think oh, it started at he turned down? 15. He started at one and a half. I think it ended up about 13 million for him when he had decided he wasn't going to do another rom-com. Mm. You know, and he just kept going, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not doing it. That was I'm one of the biggest it. takeaways from yeah, that yeah. book. He just stuck to it. His ability oh, to yeah, re- reassess himself and his life periodically because all of us get, you know, we become comfortable with who we are, what our identity is. But he was constantly like, no, i got to reassess myself. I'm not happy with my identity and turning down massive film offers, <laughs> going in and living in the desert um, with like nomads and then going and then coming back, reinventing himself as he wasn't the leading heartthrob anymore, which he was being typecast as. Yeah. He's now doing, you know, Dallas Buyers Club and Lincoln Lawyer and True Detective and all these crazy serious roles. But he reinvented himself. He was out of the spotlight and came back as a superstar. It's almost like he, through, his, through the book, he's never happy if he's comfortable. No, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Every single he, point, he was getting to a point where thinking, this is easy. Again. I'm plateauing. That, yeah. Bang, I'm going somewhere else now. Yeah, he, He's comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. He's that, he's that type of bloke. Yeah. And he did that all with fighting the biggest or wrestling the biggest, baddest <laughs> African, African warrior. wrestler, <laughs> warrior in the dirt. <laughs> what <Yeah>. a man. <laughs> what a story. Yeah, I, Embellished? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that was no, just no, his life. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. No, I thought I thought it was a was an was an awesome book. It's well worth a read. There's some there's some great stuff in it. I I I too think it's worth listening to, but there is some stuff and and, and whilst he tells lots of the little bits, there's lots of visual stuff in the book that mm. you don't get all of that. Like there's mm. visions of his like there's there's copies of his notes, his his yep. journals and other his traffic lights, his red lights, all of those things through the book, which I think are it, it's that's powerful as well. That adds to it, which I didn't realise until I looked at after. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd certainly, you know, it's a it's a bestseller for a reason. It's yeah, it's, it's still hugely at the top powerful. Of the Look, it got list. amongst the twelve of us that do it. It got a four, four and a half. Yeah, it, it got a it got a good yeah. rating. I think it averaged worth, yeah well above four. Worth reading. And and it that's probably that's there was some really raw emotional conversations that mm. came. Mm. Out of that book because it just triggered a bunch of stuff, which was mm. which was powerful to think a book and a story can do that. Yeah, it's great. So what what's next on our list, Ben? What are we doing at the moment? Well, it's either going to be. Oh, we've um, got them locked and loaded. Well, it depends on whether it's going to be Atomic Habits by James Clear or Happiest Man on Earth. By yeah, no, we're going to do both, right? Oh, we are for the next quarter. Yeah, yeah. immediately. Yeah. Atomic Habits and Happiest Man on Earth. Amazing. A good I, I, I was talking to a mate this morning. This is fair income. He was driving back from Brisbane. He's just north of Proserpine this morning. He's visiting some sites for, for work. He'll be back in Cairns tonight. And I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm listening to some podcast thing, but it's unbelievable. You've got to listen to this. I said, what is it? Because I don't pick him as a yeah. – oh, he said it's this – he called it a podcast. This podcast called Atomic Habits. I said, you're joking, aren't you? He said, no, he said, it's unreal. I said, we've just been given that book to read, mate. He said, well, read it, it's good. Fantastic. Yeah, so there you go. It's good so far. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to jump in, we'll do it um, um, when we finish those and have the chat. We'll do it. We'll get Ben back on and do another wrap-up of those two. Um, and I think it's been a success so far, so I think it's something that will probably carry through. Mm. Ben, and I think we'll carry on that sort of theme of one book of self-development, maybe personal finance maybe personal well-being and and one that's what a, a, what a, what a autobiography we, or a biography mm, of I think so. a person i think it's a nice nice mix yeah. why don't we put the, the the books out on wealth rate or whatever and if anyone wants to put some up and some suggestions read it and yeah, yeah. they can whack a comment in it if they want in the in the two-month period that we're doing it yep we should do something like that maybe. no absolutely we'll put it out again we did that initially for this but we'll do it we'll okay. do it again and and give us some suggestions of some some books you think might be useful in that uh, area because we're you know I'm, I'm keen to do it it's it's good to be doing more reading than i have been for a little while mm. um and i think it's reading's powerful so you yeah. know it's been good so thank you ben for doing that and uh we'll um we'll chat to you all later cheers cheers podcast is for informational purposes only and the information contained is of a general nature and may not be relevant to your particular circumstances. The circumstances of each investor are different and you should seek advice from a professional financial advisor who can consider if particular strategies and products are right for you. In all instances where information is based on historical performance, it is important to understand this is not a reliable indicator of future performance. You should not rely on any material on this podcast to make investment decisions and should seek professional advice.